Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys we are here for the hollywood life podcast we are sorry we are a little late this week but i had to be in hollywood and i've just gotten back and of course there is so much to talk about we're really upset. Justin Bieber's tour has been canceled. And so we're going to talk about why that happened. And then what is going on with all of female Hollywood taking off their bras and freeing the nipples? Like and I say nipples, not to free the nipple because they are freeing both of them and they're freeing a lot of them. And hey, I wish I could free mine. <laughs> And then Amber Rose, let's talk about what she had to say about why women from Philly are ugly. Amber, what was that about? And then what is going on with Black China and Lamar Odom, the Kardashian exes getting together? And then finally, there's a new Game of Thrones in D.C., Let's discuss how Trump's White House has got so much in common with Westeros. Okay, but here to help me today is uh, a new a, a new visitor. Um, <laughs> she's not a visitor. She's a regular here at Hollywood Life, but a visitor to our podcast. And uh, she's got lots to say. Ali Stagnita. <laughs> Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for having me on. Well, you are very familiar to all of the Hollywood Life podcast subscribers because you're in many of our videos. And so if you're on the Hollywood Life site, they know what you look like, they know what you sound like, and now they're going to hear all your opinions about everything. Yeah, we're talking about my favorite person today, Justin Bieber. I didn't realize you were, you had Bieber fever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, somebody else who doesn't have Bieber fever, but um, also, um, and actually is afraid of being shirtless. So he, he doesn't have that in common with Justin either, but he does like to work out, is our own producer, Gino Orlandini. I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior. Must, must, must become a samurai. Definitely a believer. I mean, I created the Daily Bieber segment. I'm That's the one, true. I'm the one who makes Allie read Justin Bieber scripts every single day of her life. That's true. You are a secret believer. Yeah. I mean, if, if, you, if you follow the guy enough, I think you end up empathizing with him, you know, even if he's he's a flawed person, obviously, and has done some things that have he's made... He's a what person? A flawed person. Flawed? Well, yeah. Don't oh, talk flawed. about my boyfriend like that. Yeah. As, I thought you were, like, introducing some new term, some, like, urban dictionary term. 
No, but I think you, if you cover him long enough, you start to see him as a person and you take the good with the bad. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, but quickly, we um, I want to talk reviews real quick because we have a couple um, new ones and also we have an amendment to a review that we talked oh, really? about a couple weeks ago. So okay. we, <laughs> we got um, a negative, a sort of negative re- review that um, referred to Bonnie as, I think it was, well, they called us ill-informed. And was that the old one? Let's see. Um, Are you talking about the old one? Yes. Okay. No, I'm sorry. She didn't call us ill-informed. She she said that Bonnie sometimes sounds vapid. And um, this is Beth F-R-V-A wrote in. And it's she wrote actually a rather long reply. And I think this is kind of cool because we talked about it on the show and we took her criticism seriously. But now she says, just want to apologize for my previous review. And gives us another five-star review. Oh, Beth, thank you. She says, I love how lighthearted you all are. I tune in because I love pop culture as much as as you, Bonnie. I probably should have worded my review better before I send it. I didn't mean to insinuate that Bonnie is vapid, just meant that sometimes she sounds like a vapid teen. Probably (laughs) not the best choice of words, so I apologize. Love your enthusiasm for the topics. Just makes it a little bit hard on the ears at times when you stretch out words and get too loud. That might be more on me. Uh, the producer, yeah, Beth, Gino, um, Gino, don't make me so loud, please. She says, "I want to, be, I want me my news to be entertaining and lighthearted, but maybe without so much over talking and a little less teen slang." Thanks, Gino, for understanding what I meant. If um, if I weren't in Virginia, I'd hunt you down in NYC and plant one on you. Love you guys and keep up the good work. Love, wow. Beth. Well, Beth, if you come to New York, come and let us know and come by the office. We'd love to meet you. Absolutely. So would Gino. He's ready for you to come plant one on Oh, him. yeah, he is. I don't know if that was <laughs> intention towards Bonnie or towards me. You'll just take it towards you. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah, Beth, definitely. Let us know if you're going to be in town. For sure. Thank you um, for the uh, amendment. Okay. So thanks for the amendment, Beth. Uh, we appreciate both reviews and both five-star reviews. And we have one more, a really brief one. Uh, the headline is Love, Five Stars. It's by Lise22222. And she says, love the show. It's very entertaining. Can the host please stop rever- referring to Black China as Black? It's so annoying. That's not her real name. I know, but that's isn't that's what she calls herself. Yes, we're yes. we're just we're just respecting her wishes. This is I know her birth name is Angela White. I think ironically, but <laughs> and she wanted to be a Kardashian. We know that. Yes, an official Kardashian. This is the name that she goes by. Um, I know a lot of people do just refer to her as China. I I kind of go back and forth in the scripts that I write. We, we call her both. Um, I know it sounds weird to call her black, but like that's her first name that she's using. So. It is. Yeah, and it's, if we called her Angela, I probably wouldn't even know who we were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, it's not our choice. So, um, but thanks for the review. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for listening. Totally. Um, but you know what? This is a good time to get into crushes at Ali Stagnita. Is that your handle? Yes. On Twitter and the Instagrams and, and whatever. Brand. Ellie, what are you crushing on this week? I am crushing on Charlize Theron. I oh, love she's so gorgeous. Her. Oh my gosh. She. I saw Atomic Blonde, which comes out on July 28th. You should absolutely go see it this weekend. She is literally a female James Bond. I mean, 
I don't know how much longer we're gonna have to wait for another James Bond and this will fill the need. She does all of her own stunts. Really? It is unbelievable. Because I've seen the trailers. Yes. She's so physical. So physical. She trained with um, an expert martial artist for the film and they would shoot the fight scenes and there are long, intense, insane fight scenes. They would shoot them in one take and it would be a single shot camera. Oh my God. It's never been done. It it was insane. She it's like choreography go, too, exactly. isn't it? And they talked about that in um, an interview about the film that she choreographed all of the martial arts and they had to make sure that the other stuntmen who were doing the men's martial arts wouldn't hit her actually. Um, and so it was such an incredible film. I mean, she's 41 years old. She looks not a day over 30. Unbelievable film. Unbelievable person. She's such a philanthropist. She's such an advocate for women. Just loving her that's really hard to do i've choreographed a fight scene before i made like a ninja video one time really with your friends uh with my parents actually with your parents (laughs) wait how old were you 12 no i was like i was like in my early 20s it was like uh it was like a video for charity and the concept was like a bunch of people are playing golf and then just ninjas attack them uh, for no reason (laughs) were they ninjas or ninja turtles they were ninjas just regular ninjas like two golfers and like ninjas and then it's just you know like bad dub fight scene (laughs) You know, it was pretty funny, Um, but it's really hard because you have to make sure that the camera doesn't show that you're not actually punching the person. So it has to be in the exact right place or it becomes obvious that it's not a real fight. It's so hard to do. So yeah, respect to Charlize. Well, and also I I saw Charlize, um, I think she was on Colbert last night, Mm -hmm. Stephen Colbert. She is so beautiful. Yeah, you're right. Like, she does not look 41. Mm -mm. She does look about 30. I met her. I I shot her for a cover for one of my magazines. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was for um, Cosmo Marie Claire. She couldn't have been nicer and smarter and more down to earth. She was really, really great. And, I mean, now she's got two kids. Didn't she adopt two children? Mm -hmm. And she is just such – I mean, this film is so empowering because – you don't see like a female spy kicking ass and taking names like that. And she really does. And also she looks amazing doing it. Her well, you know, such high fashion. Well, I mean, listen, Angelina Jolie did it. Yes. Angelina Jolie. Right. Remember she did that series of films. What were those films, Gino? I don't know. Yeah. I know. But they were big. Smith. No, she did uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah. which is fabulous. Was, but then wasn't she, it Salt? Yes, Salt. Yeah. Yeah. When she was like really intense and fighting. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the thing about... um I've seen those fight scenes in the trailer and they it doesn't just look like hard physical but if she's doing it in one take like that is um it's cardio. Oh yeah. Like it's really hard physically and mm-hmm. she's wearing not the kind of clothes that you think you'd be comfortable she's in. in heels. Not, yeah, she's in heels and jackets that look pretty tight. Doesn't look like you can move in them. Oh yeah. And she's and moving. She, oh yeah, she's moving and also she gets nude in the film so you can go see that for all the guys listening okay. or, or girls. Let's move on. Let's go on a little while. <laughs> uh, let's get yeah, that, so let's you get... gave it a good review. So everyone, oh, yeah. you guys can all read Allie's review on Hollywood Life. Yeah, go com. check it out. Good endorsement, Allie. Let's go to at Bonnie Fuller on Twitter and at Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram. Bonnie, what are you crushing on this week? I'm crushing on Common, the singer, actor, and philanthropist. Rapper, not singer. Oh, what? oh dear, I called him a singer. Yes. But I mean, um, he, he sings, he sings. Too. Yeah. He sings Glory. Yes. 
He sings and he raps. So, and even if you're a rapper, you're still a singer. You're yeah. singing. So it's a general term. Okay. okay. Well, I consider rapping an art form and therefore it's part of singing. It's the range of it. <laughs> this is a okay. real stretch. Okay. Part. Let's get back to Common and why I'm crushing on him. Yes. Anyway, he is such an amazing man. I interviewed him last week and he is doing a new um, thing called he's an ambassador for adopt a classroom which i'd never heard of before and it's this incredible organization that has been around for 19 years and has raised about two million dollars to support something like over 200,000 teachers across the country and what they do is they actually raise money to pay for classroom supplies for the teachers because did you know that three quarters of teachers in public schools pay an average of six hundred dollars for school supplies out of their own pocket because the kids don't have them. They yeah, can't afford them. I have heard that. And so the teachers get them and the school budgets don't ha- cover it. So the teachers, and you know, teachers aren't paid a lot. No. And so they're taking care of their kids. They don't have expense accounts. No. And so this organization raises money, f- um, coordinates with teachers, gets their supply list and makes sure that they have the supplies that they need. And so... Um, Common is out there publicizing it, but he also became the official ambassador of a New York City art art school, and he took the whole school. So he's paying for the supplies for the entire school. And so, um, anyway, I talked about this this with him, and he also has his own uh, foundation called Common Ground, in which he has all kinds of programs, primarily in Chicago, for kids to... um, help them prepare for college and creative arts programs. And he's so fascinating. His mom was a teacher and a principal. And so he's who I'm crushing on. And you can come to Hollywood Life and read my story about him and how to also donate to uh, adopt a class, classroom. Common with the conscience. Yeah, no, it's really awesome. Um, Okay, uh, quickly, since you guys had a longer endorsement, I was going to say really quick, this week, or uh, last week, actually, Jack and Jack came into the office, Jack Linsky and Jack Johnson, and we shot and produced a pretty elaborate video with the both of them where they really actually opened up about Jack G's breakup with Madison Beer that wow. you, you may have heard the drama that it went on with that. There was a tape that leaked of, of Jack saying some not so nice things to her. And there were some questions about whether it was Madison herself who leaked it. And then Madison publicly came back in the media and said, why should it be about who leaked the tape? Listen to the tape, you know? So it was a really bitter breakup. And they were together a long time. Yes. Yeah. They were together at least two years, maybe they, three years. Right. They're young. Long time. I think it was four. And uh, so Jack and Jack have released this, this project, this short film called Gone, which is a compilation of, of music videos that talk about the roller coaster of love and like meeting someone and the hard part and the breakup. And they talked a lot about kind of went what went on we weren't able to actually ask them directly but they they did address it and it was super fascinating so you can check out that interview on our youtube channel jack and jack they're you know they're young guys they're going through some really difficult growing pains in their lives and their careers well good for them for coming clean about it yeah um so yeah we'll be right back with the news this is distraction from their new video gone Boy, the Jacks, they sound like Justin, don't they? 
Yeah. That song sounds a lot like Justin Bieber. His voice sounds very Justin. Yeah, that's Galinsky. That's Madison's ex. Yeah. I mean, he's got a beautiful voice, but he oh, does yeah. sound like Justin. And you're the big Justin fan, uh, Ali. Don't you think he sounds like Justin? I think he sounds like Justin. I think he's cute, too. Jack Galinsky. Okay, he so, Beth. Da- he's damn handsome. Okay, Beth. <laughs> Okay, let's get let's talk teen here. I think it's Allie who's being more teen like <laughs> today. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. Well, anyway, though, big news about Bieber and our audi- our Hollywood Life readers were very upset that he canceled his tour with about fourteen dates to go, and you know this is the end of his purpose, uh, his pur- purpose tour, which started like a year ago, and he's been all over the world. We didn't even think he was going to make it through the first summer, but he did. And he seemed to have settled into it. And so I think it's kind of a, it was really a shock um, to find, to hear that he was canceling these last dates, especially because he just extended the tour and added all these stadium dates. So it was like he was going to wrap it up in a big way, make big money, hit big number of fans, and then he couldn't take it. He was exhausted. That's yes. what he said. So he did... 160 shows. Which is a lot. You got to give him credit for that. And six continents over 16 months. Um, So he was, he was tired and he, TMZ actually caught up with him and, you know, asked him what the deal was. And he basically said that he just wanted to hang out and ride bikes and that he was kind (laughs) of, he said he's fine. There's nothing like medically wrong with him. It's just that he, I think is exhausted. I could see that. I would be mentally exhausted. I mean, think about traveling, how exhausting it is. I went to LA this week for three and a half days. I'm exhausted. Getting on those planes. Now, granted, Justin has his own private plane and he stays in the finest hotels, but he still has to get it together to perform almost every single night. Like he has very few breaks and he's and just like the traveling, no matter how much you're cushioned, traveling is traveling. There's time zones. You're, you're on buses and cars and checking into hotels and doing sound checks. Like that's exhausting. Imagine having jet yeah. lag for 16 months straight. You know, it's it'd be pretty difficult. Yeah, he came. What I find really interesting, though, is that the purpose tour was for the fans. And it was almost an apology to his fans because he had kind of been so out of it for so long and he was really getting into trouble and he was really attacking paparazzi and, you know, kind of going through these hardships. Three years he was gone. Right. And now and he came back with this kind of. I'm making it up to you tour. And then he did it again to right. them. And he also them the, other, the other thing he let them down about is remember he canceled the meet and greets right. that a lot of uh, fans had paid a lot of money for. Yeah, but Bonnie, there was a cardboard cutout of Justin that you were able to get <laughs> photos with. <laughs> Don't oh, forget that. Oh. <laughs> so at the start, he already had limited his access with mm-hmm. the fans because it was too much. He also, during the, he, he had some tough times on this tour during more the middle stages of the, of the tour, he was burnt out and he walked out on a couple shows. I don't know if oh, you remember right. that. Yeah. He, he got mad at some fans at one show for sort of like grabbing his sweatshirt and stormed off. He had like a rant while he was in England where he was like trying to get the fans to be quiet while he was mm-hmm. talking. He got into this mood at a bunch of shows where he wanted to like make speeches without the fans screaming. But of course, teen girls are going to scream at a Justin Bieber show. His expectations weren't totally reasonable and then there there was also a lot a lot a lot of shows where he 
gave lackluster performances and literally laid down on the stage. I know my friends went and saw him here in Brooklyn and had fun, but were underwhelmed by his enthusiasm for the songs. Right. But then he did like really get it together and go and support uh, the victims of the man Manchester mass massacre and supported Ariana Grande, who also is now once again managed by Scooter Braun. And he came to that concert and did a beautiful performance. I think he was very up and down. Listen, he clearly was... Uh, you know, torn about doing this tour. He wanted, he cares about his fans. He wanted to give back, but it is exhausting to do. And he's been on the road since he was like 13 years old. Yeah. We also had some exclusive reporting that, um, from his camp that was saying that he was feeling like he needed to be done or he might snap. He was worried that maybe there, you know, he's had incidents in the past where he's lost his cool. He's been not on enough sleep and bad things have gone down that have like shamed him in the media. And he wanted to shut this down before something happened. And then Scooter Braun, right. Or he might lash out. Right. And then Scooter Braun released a statement on his Instagram saying, you know, he's sorry, you know, the, the tour was amazing, but that he has to do, this because he, he cares about the soul and well-being of a man he respects more than the tour. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting too. Actually, John Mayer came out and supported Justin also on Twitter saying, you know how many artists we've lost recently. Yeah, that's and true. So That's a very good point. He said, I give Justin two thumbs up and you should too. Yeah, think about it. We did lose Chester Bennington and we Chris um, Cornell and Chris Cornell. They both committed suicide. Now I we don't know whether that had, touring had anything to do, but you know these are people who are artists. They're sensitive, and mm-hmm. uh, Justin is an artist. Absolutely. He's very creative. They're sensitive people, and if you do start to get exhausted, it's much easier to get depressed. Mm -hmm. And once you get into depression, depression is very hard to fight, especially if you're constantly working and you can't have the kind of um, therapy that you need, that it's not just about getting medicated. You need the therapy to talk about why you're feeling depressed and to work it out. So I could see, I, I can understand why John Mayer would come out and support and say, you know, we, we're, we we're we're people we're people too and we right. need to protect ourselves there's also a twist to this story though oh I, I what's your twist if you noticed the last um i think about a month and a half of his tour there was a man by his side a svengali like character by his side at every stop a man named carl lentz who was his Ooh. hill song pastor and i mean they were every everywhere together to the point where they became kind of like best friends who start dressing alike. They were wearing the same glasses and he's all over Justin's Instagram and he, and he was at a bunch of tour dates and um, there was some reports. A TMZ reported that part of the reason that he quit this tour is that he wanted to rededicate his life to Christ. We all know how, how religious Justin is. Um, Now the sources from the church told TMZ that this was not Carl's advice to Justin Right, that he had nothing to do with the cancellation. I found it interesting that they felt they needed to like make a statement. Like this church needs to make a statement to TMZ that it wasn't Carl's influence. But but maybe Carl was a person who kept him there longer going, longer than he would have before because he was helping him with emotional support and spiritual support. And the the interesting, the way this ties into the other bit of news is because Justin was actually at a church service, this the city church in Beverly Hills, when he ran over a paparazzi. Yikes. 
So do you guys know the details? Should I explain? No. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us the details. Yeah. It was the, it, but you, from what we can tell, it really wasn't Justin's fault. Like right. he pulled out, he didn't see the guy, the guy ran in front of the car. Luckily the, the paparazzi is okay. Mm-hmm. And Justin got out to help the guy too. I mean, he, and the paparazzi kept taking pictures of him and he was like, help. Are you serious? Yeah. He kept taking pictures after mm-hmm. getting run over. And so, and, you know, just, and Justin went and helped the guy. So oh. good for him. Yes, I good for you. him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, Justin was in a very, very big black monster truck. And so he couldn't really, Justin isn't the biggest guy. It's like the car was a little bit too big for him, is what the paparazzi said from his hospital bed as he was being wheeled into surgery. <laughs> and he pulled out a little bit fast. But these guys were like in front of the car. They're literally under the wheels. I mean, I don't think this was Justin's fault. This is paparazzi getting too close, being too overeager to get that perfect Justin Bieber photo. And but Justin did hop right out of the car. He prayed with the guy. He knelt over him. He tried to help him. Meanwhile, all the other paparazzi were like still taking photos. And he's Justin started yelling at the paparazzi like, what are you guys doing? Like, this man is hurt. And then the paparazzi were yelling back at Justin, like, like uh, blaming him for this incident. And he, Justin goes, why are you worried about me? This man is hurt. Put your cameras down. So Good it, for Justin. It got, yeah. in, it got kind of an, into a little oh, bit ugly situation. Poor Justin. I feel sorry for Justin in that case. So do I. I yeah. You know what? Justin shouldn't be driving now. He really shouldn't. I, I, I think it's a bad idea for him to drive because there are too many there are too many paparazzi following him. And listen, he likes he's old enough and he likes to go out to clubs now. I don't understand why any celebrities are driving themselves. They need drivers. And there's all well, it's not like they can take Uber, I guess. Well, some of them can. But they 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 shouldn't be driving if they're out drinking, they're out partying. And even for Justin, when he's got so much distraction, right. uh, why drive? Yeah, well, it's really interesting. He didn't get a citation or anything. He talked to police officers and told them what happened. And then he was seen leaving in an Aston Martin that was registered to none other than Courtney Kardashian. So what? what is yeah. going on there? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> How did he get hold of her car? Are you sure she didn't come and pick him up? I think she might have come and picked him up. She may have. She's on the Justin Bieber speed dial. I mean, I was, they're, they're yeah. really close. When he's in trouble, she's a good person to call, you know? How close are they? Well, mm-hmm. we, we know how close they are. They hook up. And she also goes to church with them sometimes. Well, they probably came from hooking up and then went to <laughs> pray. A little sex, a little prayer, you know, perfect date. He had to cleanse himself. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Anyway, so that, that, that's, that's the joke. We should move on, though, because we have a lot to talk about. That's right. We have to talk about nipples. <laughs> Another oh, very ser- a serious topic. This is a major trend, I feel it like. It is a major trend. Nipples are trending. It's a pop culture trend. And I, I try and explain this to people. Like people will say, why has Hollywood life got all these photos of celebrities going braless and letting their nipples show? And I'm like, we document pop culture and this is what they're doing. It's not like we're trying to get these photos. They're going out like this. Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, Kourtney Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. They're all going out without bras. Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner. They're all going out without bras. They're wearing super sheer shirts, Bella Thorne. They're, they're wearing, like, so that you can see everything. Selena Gomez was also featured very yep. heavily in her new music video, Fetish, wearing like a, like a kind of a wet sundress with no bra. So, and then, you know, they clearly choreographed a couple different shots. Right. So Nipples would... are the new ero- erogenous zone, or they're, they're back again. Nipples are back as an erogenous zone. Yeah. And it's crazy because now, of course, you know, 
Is it crazy though? Well, people like to copy what they see in magazines, what they see online. And now women are getting their nipples done. What do you mean? Getting them done. Getting them so they can be more protruding really? outward. Or Is that the nipple wearing, tuck? Yes. Or they're wearing, you can buy fake nipples and put them on so they can be popping out of your shirt. Wow. Like pasties, yep. nipple pasties that pop. Yeah. I mean, nipple pasties are supposed to make them flat. Right. But I bet they're like nipple pasties, except that they've got yeah, nipples on them. Nipples so they on stick them. on there and then they stick out even more. Exactly. Because unless it's chilly, you're not going to get that nipple effect. No. And yet somehow these girls have the nipple effect all the time. You women. So we should fake. start some investigation of whether they're actually wearing nipple pasties. This is the problem. Everything, you meet some girl, you think one thing, and then next morning you realize everything was a lie. You're not that tall. That's not your real hair. That's not what your lips look like. Your tall face is washed off, and those weren't even your nipples. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to let us know what you think about the trend. I don't... Not I, Gino. Not Gino. Yes, the but listeners. Us. Well, we mean, this no, is our show. Gino. We know. I want to know what you guys think. Yeah, that's what w- I said. Would you guys... guys? Oh, you were asking us. Uh, no, I wasn't asking you guys. I was asking... Everyone listening, I, we want to know. Well, this is our show. This is our show. First so of all, I'm our old, opinions. Okay, what I'm do you guys true. think? I'm old enough to remember the when women were freeing their their nipples the first time around in the 1960s, like 1967, 1968, when everyone was women were throwing off their bras and going braless. And that was kind of the first time it was really in fashion. And so I spent some years running around without wearing a bra and it was like everybody was doing it. But this is more about braless and making sure your nipples protrude both things together. Right. Isn't it kind of a status symbol to kind of have the kind of breast that you could just do that with? I you, guess that's you know? what it is. It's like, yes. look, look how, look how fit I am. Look what kind of shape how I am. How perky I am. Yeah, how perky I am. Like Where Kim I, after two kids I don't is even, still there. I don't even need a bra. That's how... How high up they are. Yeah. Yeah, listen, J-Lo did it for her 48th birthday. She wore that gorgeous black mm-hmm. see-through dress oh, yeah. with just the strategically placed uh, bit, bits of velvet. And, I mean, hers are real. I don't think she's done anything to them and they're just perfect still. But uh, she right. has a boob job though, obviously. How do you know? No, oh, she doesn't. Kim? Are no, you... I'm talking about J-Lo. Oh, J-Lo. Keep, keep up with your nippleless, your oh, nipple women, I feel not like nippleless, braless women. J Lo too, but no, I don't uh, think so. Ali, what you're like? How you just turned twenty three, right? I did. Would you rock this trend? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, I've seen it on I've seen it on the street. I've seen people walking around and it doesn't look right to me. We know it because it's bouncy. It's very yeah, bouncy. And it's I feel like I'm wondering if it's one of those things that right now I'm like, ew, weird. Like I'm not I wouldn't do it. But then in like two years when it's still a thing, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it too. <laughs> like I feel like that that happened with like flat form shoes. <laughs> Everyone was wearing them and then yeah. Well, it is very know. bouncy. And the thing is, is that it's not that comfortable for a lot of women. No, especially yeah. in the summer, you get under yeah. boob sweat. Right. And then it comes out on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially in this, it, it's true. It's in the summer when you really get hot. And 
I don't know. I feel really left out on this trend. Like if <laughs> well, I wanted to get on board. And then it's, it's like on Mean Girls, you look like, uh, or Pitch Perfect, you look like baloney Barb, where like if you don't have like the nipples that are right out, they're just like big balonies. Well, that I haven't. <laughs> that I haven't heard of. That's baloney Barb, and Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm listen. I am all for it. I think how whether women want to wear a bra, don't wear a bra, I'll support you either way. Uh, not not literally, <laughs> but I will. Su- I support whatever women want to do is fine with me. But the thing is, I just won't don't want people saying that Hollywood life, we're going out of our way to show these pictures or that somehow it's uh, that it's, you know, we're just being. Um, oh, what's the word? Like we're we're we're, we're just kind of obsessed. Well, no, we're document because really what we're doing is we are documenting pop culture trends or For fashion po- posterity. trends. This and is an important yeah. historical project. It's what they're wearing. I mean... That's right. That's what I can't wearing. help it. That's how they're, what they're doing. Okay. Well, right. Bonnie... Bonnie. They're su- also wearing Daisy Dukes a lot. Short Daisy Dukes. Bonnie supports women I'm who... A- who aren't supporting themselves, but <laughs> a woman who is not supporting other women is apparently Amber Rose. Have you guys... Do you guys want to talk about her latest comments? Because a lot of people have found her to be like a little bit offensive sexist i don't know well when uh, people are criticizing her for implying that women from philadelphia i guess where she's from are not attractive now why don't you play her actual interview so that you they can decide for themselves okay let's uh, play what she said from there i'm like yeah i was born and raised oh, wait, wait, we were listening to it before the show let me let me cue it back up yeah so this is amber rose uh, she's on a show called, I don't know, Drinking and Smoking or something. It's like everyone is drinking and smoking on the show. There's The table is covered in Bacardi and marijuana. Um, and these are her comments. What was your determination to say, you know what? I'm going to be bigger than this, better than this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be somebody after that. You know what's crazy? I, um, I grew up in a very poor neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know how I could say this without sounding like fucked up, but a lot of the people where I'm from aren't traditionally attractive people. Mm, I understand what you're saying. And for me, being blessed with beauty, mm-hmm. as beautiful women know, it's a, a blessing and a curse. Oh. And um, Pretty girl problems. I know. I could to, never see it's a to curse. To grow up in, in such an area and be blessed with beauty, it was very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, you know, used to be like, you ain't from South Philly. You're from California or oh, something. Sure. And like, I would be on the bus and they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, right. I'm from Borden Ellsworth. And they're mm. like, nah, you, you, you're not like from there, from there. I'm like, yo, I was born and raised in Borden Ellsworth. What, what? what a hard life for Emperor Rose. Okay, can I just say for the record, that I don't think that you can get sympathy for being really pretty or being really beautiful. And Thank that that, you. And that that is a hard thing. It is a blessing. You're very lucky if you are born beautiful. Just like, just say, just be honest about it or, or just don't try be and turn humble. yourself into a victim because you're beautiful. It was like, Emily, I can't pronounce her last name. Sorry, Beth. Radajkowski. Radajkowski. Okay. Emily Radajkowski was complaining that she can't get roles in Hollywood because she has big boobs. First of all, I don't Police. think that's I don't think that's true. She she may have big, you know, biggish boobs, but they're not like overly big and they're beautiful. I mean, she's showing them off all the time. She's one of the other ones that is always going <laughs> braless, bottomless, butt showing. Naked. Yeah, like she's got a beautiful beautiful figure and body. But I, I just think, you know what? 
there's some things you can't get sympathy for. You can't get sympathy because you're too rich. You can't get sympathy because you're too beautiful. It's like it's complaining yeah. about privilege, you know. Exactly. It's like me being or luck, like, or luck, just luck. It's just being a white man is just so hard, Bonnie. Because like people are not sympathizing with white men anymore, and they're just they're they're not they're they're being so mean to us. <laughs> Everyone's talking about my privilege, and that is discriminatory. Right. Everyone hates me because I'm too beautiful. Yeah, I just right. And that guy is like, mm-hmm, I feel you. And it, this like, is, what? This is, this is what happens in celebrity interviews, though. Is you have to be nice to your guest and it's it's really hard to call them on their shit but uh, amber amber rose uh issued an apology of sorts yeah so i guess that the reaction was kind of like we're reacting that you yes. can't be a victim just because you're beautiful and you know this people get bullied all the time no matter what it is one of those terrible horrible rites of passage that's usually usually just happens when you're a teenager. Now that we have a bully president, it's happening to all kinds of grown men, grown women, and all kinds of people. Um, and he's setting that as an example. But normally it, it's it's a it's an awful rite of passage that almost everybody goes through at some point when they're a teen. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when supermodels go on the Tonight Show and complain about how hard it was being a skinny teenager. I was so skinny, and everyone's like, "Oh, boohoo!" Like you, and then they beautiful. say, "And I can't gain weight no matter how much yeah. I eat." Yeah, yeah, yeah and you're up. going, <laughs> "Yeah, we're really, we feel really sorry for you." <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go eat a burger now. <laughs> Let's all start a GoFundMe. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's a little bit annoying, obviously. Um, But Amber had a response. Seeing online today that uh, people took a clip from the Drink Champs interview that I did. And and I know that people, like, really want me to be a superficial bitch, but I'm just not that person. I find beauty in everyone. I think everyone is beautiful in their... Yeah, but that's not what you said. Unfortunately, it's not easy doing interviews and, you know, always saying things the way you really want to articulate. It's like kind of when you send a text message to someone and they're like, why do you have an attitude? And you're like, I don't have an attitude. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's her apology video. <laughs> Are you satisfied? <laughs> she literally called out like an entire group of women from where she was from. She can't go home now because she has women who might be ugly waiting to beat her up. <laughs> They're from <laughs> y'all, be, y'all bitches in Philadelphia are ugly. <laughs> right. Or they don't consider themselves ugly and therefore they're not happy about that either. Yeah. I mean, everybody's been been bullied for various things did you get bullied ever oh yeah i uh, got Holly? bullied about i have bright red hair i got bullied about my hair really constantly oh my gosh i Why? wanted to dye my hair ever since that south park episode came out where they oh said gosh, that yeah. gingers have no souls <laughs> yes, yes. it ruined my life and i interviewed the like creator of south park and i said to him you ruined which my one life. which one Trey Parker, Scott? matt stone who oh matt stone yes okay. matt stone and I what I said you ruined my life. What did he say? <laughs> he was like, I mean, you have red hair. <laughs> he was like, I'm standing by what, what I life? said. What You have no soul. Really? <laughs> and I mean, people would, and what my mom would always say, because I said, they, they keep calling me ginger and saying I have no soul. And my mom didn't get it. And her advice was, it's ginger from like Love Boat or whatever. whatever. Oh, no, ginger from, from Gilligan's from Island. Gilligan's Island. She's beautiful. They're complimenting you. And I was like, no, no. no. You know what turned that around, though, is <laughs> so I think funny. that was the first like that was the 
previous like big meme in pop culture about red hair. I think Joan from Mad Men changed that, and suddenly yeah. red hair was was cool again. It was chic. It was like it was modernist. It was like sexy. It was sophisticated. Well, I feel like Glee took that on too because remember they had they had the redheaded character, the teacher, and her parents oh, yeah. were pre- like were prejudiced against everybody who wasn't ginger. <laughs> Right. I'm a, I'm a straight man. I've never seen Glee, so oh, oh. Um, <laughs> oh please, well, it's Dino. a great show, and you're yeah. missing out. Yeah, well, I, I that is really a ridiculous thing to be bullied about. But anyway, yeah. it just gets us back to Amber, and you know, you see, even Allie has been has been bullied, and she was just bullied for having red hair, which is she can't help it. She was born that way. Just like Amber was born so beautiful. And there's nothing wrong. With, oh, that's right. She was just born. She, it's true. She was born that way. She can't help it. People were right. posting pictures of Amber's, like one of Amber's high school yearbook <laughs> photos too, and next to her current photos. And we're like, you weren't that beautiful, Amber. <laughs> like, don't exaggerate things. Like, you've had some Hollywood help, if you know what I mean. You know what? People are funny, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind yes. of a funny response. Oh, yeah. It really is. Right. Okay, well, let's move on to somebody else who is um, who's beautiful and who ran into somebody else and created some drama, and that is Black China or Angela. <laughs> and mean, what do you call her, Angela China? I don't know. You mean Black? Black. Black. Black China, who um, went to an event um, not last night, the night before, mm-hmm. and she wore quite a beautiful plunging blue gown and oh, she yeah. was having a hard time actually keeping her assets from falling out. And in fact, we got some pictures of her tucking them in because we were on the red carpet. But um, Lamar Odom was also there and the two of them like just, it was like magnets went for each other and were embracing and Lamar was looking down at her and she's not that tall and he's very tall, of course, being a basketball player. Apparently his eyes went right to the cleavage and down and um they were flirting, full-on flirting right in front of everybody. And um, so we have some reporting that um, Black was really hoping that Rob Kardashian would see that because, of course, Lamar used to be married to Khloe Kardashian, and she really wanted to push his buttons. Yeah, and Lamar and Rob were really close. That's right. I mean, so close. And I Like brothers. They call themselves yeah. brothers. And Lamar even talks about how he hasn't spoken with Rob in a long time, but he has tried to reach out. He wishes him the best in this entire thing with Black. And he's even offered him advice about it. So it seems just so weird to me that he would even go there. But, you know, who knows? Maybe he was saying to Black, you you know, be nice to my boy. But Black, I don't think she has good intentions at all. Never. Um, I think she'd stoop to that level. It's funny. Absolutely. Lamar did this interview with something called the Players Tribune this week where he talked. He also ab- talked to us, too, you know. Oh, yeah, did he? That's right. He told us that he's in great shape. He's sober. He's feeling really good. And he's working on his book. Isn't he going to isn't he going to play in that like Allen Iverson basketball league, that three on three league? Or I don't know. I hope so. Um, that I don't know, but I hope he does. He, he loves the game. He said yeah. he's talked about wanting to come back to the NBA. We know that's not going to happen, but um, he, t- he talked. He sat down with this brand called the Players Tribune and gave this really, really long interview. And he talked about his days of sneaking around on Chloe, and he seemed somewhat remorseful. Let's just listen oh no, to I think he's definitely remorseful oh, yeah. about that. Uh, and I think about all the sneaky shit that I've tried to do or get away with. <laughs> That if it's not in the public light, it's in God's light. For anybody that's lived a complicated drug-infused life like I've lived, 
with women and cheating on my wife and shit like that, you know. Fuck, so many, you know what I'm saying? So many different situations. Nights when I should have been asleep, stayed up, sniffing coke. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those nights. This, I mean, this goes on for seven minutes. It's very revealing. I, I'd recommend it. Well, Lamar, I'm really glad that you're on the other side of that. And let's hope that you never go back, that yeah. you stick to your new sober ways. Your kids are much happier. They're so happy that you're that you survived and you're there for them. Yeah, he's such a good guy and he's such a great player. So I hope that he really can get back into it, whether he's on the court, whether he's coaching, whether he is mentoring. I think that he'd be great going around, you know, speaking to young players yes. about his story. I mean, he mm -hmm. has such a story to tell and, mm -hmm. you know, all the best to him. Do we know what's up with Rob? What's going on with him? He's been quiet, very quiet. I don't think he has his Instagram still. No, I think he's been very quiet. I think that what ha went down with him and Black is in civil is in uh, discussions with lawyers and settlements are happening, and he's just staying dark, which he should. Robert Agreed. Robert Shapiro, his attorney, has advised yeah. him to zip it, and he's listening. Unlike I don't know Trump with his attorneys, right? right? Right. Now speaking of Trump, let's just wrap up by how Game of Thrones is the White House. It's like White House Westeros. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, we just, Brantz Priebus was uh, pushed out today. Explain who oh, he is, Bonnie. He is um, Donald Trump's chief of staff, or was. Apparently, he was pushed out yesterday. And, you know, this came after months of rumors that Trump was not happy with him and that he wasn't controlling the White House because that's what the chief of staff is supposed to do is organize everything for the president and, you know, organize who he's seen and not seen, how his day goes. And I mean, they have a lot of responsibility. So there was all these rumors for months that that Trump basically wasn't happy with him from the start. And there's also been all these rumors about warring camps within the White House. So it's just like the seven kingdoms, like just <laughs> different groups within the White House who are jockeying for power at all times. The Steve Bannon, Steve Miller. Miller group and they're like the white nationalist group and then there's the Jared Kirshner group and the Rance Priebus group and then there was the Sean Spicer and Kelly and Kellyanne Conway group like there's all these just different parties of people who are trying to get Trump's ear and who are fighting with each other to have more power within the White House so then Sean Spicer resigns because Trump brings in this new communications director Anthony Scaramucci? Scar Anthony Scaralucci. Scaralucci. Scaramucci. No, Scaramucci. 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 Okay. Bonnie always likes to call guys named Anthony Anthony, <laughs> like Mark Anthony from like right. Cleopatra. But I mean, this guy is crazy. He <laughs> says that he's a loyalist to Trump and that every that he loves he Trump. He loves Trump. Loves him. He's the smartest man ever. But he went on a rant against um rants. And I'm just going to I have to try and look up what he, what he actually said. But he said terrible things about him. And he said terrible things about Steve Bannon, too. Mm -hmm. Scaramucci is a Wall Street alum. He was a, a financier with Goldman Sachs for a while. I remember Trump was saying he was going to drain the swamp. Um, but the swamp has come to the West Wing. Yeah. Now he is he's running the communications of the White House. And he not he's never been a journalist. But he did say he played one on TV once. So he <laughs> no, that he, really prepares he you. empathizes with them. He's definitely a little. I mean, Sean Spicer was like a disaster. It was not a good communicator. Did you guys see that video 
of the new of uh, what's her name? Uh, the new the lady who's head of communications, Sarah Huckabee, and she was wearing a, there. She was wearing a green dress, and so they're like, never wear a green on TV, and and they put like. Uh, like Leo and Kate from Titanic in her dress and then Sean Spicer with a green tie in her dress and then ended Sean's tie. Great. Look it up. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, the, the the White House is in somewhat in disarray and we cover it a little bit just because Trump is a celebrity. We try not to get into too much of politics, but, you know, Trump is like the celebrity in chief and he's making all his decisions on Twitter. Oh, here's what, what he said about rants. He said he's an effing paranoid, schizophrenic, a paranoiac. Imagine he said that publicly, and then this man's wife has just left yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> she she read the article and was like, right. "Yeah, you're a schizophrenic." Here, let's let's just I, I'm not going to say the exact words about what he said about Steve Bannon. He said, "I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to s my own c o c k. I don't like to talk like that. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to build my own brand on the president's coattails." So he was foul mouthed about both of them. Like this. Just let's put this in perspective. This is the spokesperson for the president of the United States going after the chief of staff of the United States and his net. What is he? Some like huge title, national security advisor, Bannon or special advisor. And he's calling them both um, uh, swear words publicly. Yes, publicly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That's I, a journalism no no. You learn that in school. I'm enjoy, I'm enjoying it. It's, how, uh, how about like you couldn't do that in a workplace? Like if if one of the two of you said that about the other person here at Hollywood Life, uh, our HR department would be all over that. I'd be all over that. Like you can't talk about that about your colleagues. You know you can't do that. The White House is like the only big kind of organization that doesn't have an HR department. Like there's no, <laughs> you know, like who's who's going to bring Trump down to HR and like yeah. sit him down in the yeah. corner office and be like, all right, we need to go over some sensitivity training <laughs> on you your with, Twitter with you, Donald. Yes. <laughs> so it's just. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Trump couldn't last in any big, not even big, any real corporation. Like he says he's a businessman, but his behavior would not be tolerated in any business in this country so we were quickly um we were comparing all of the characters in trump's white house to game of thrones yes. characters you guys want to go through who we think everyone is <laughs> if you don't watch the show and you don't like politics this is not the segment for you but quickly let's just say take it away bonnie okay well let's just start with steve bannon and he's the night king definitely yes he's, he is definitely the night king he's he, the head of the white walkers that has <laughs> a double meaning if you know what i mean yes exactly total double meaning and he's death. He's just, I mean, on SNL, they've been portraying him as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. So he's, basically the Night King is death. He's pure evil. He's all about evil and killing everybody and then forcing them to rise from the dead to be part of his army to kill other people. You can only strike him down with dragon glass or valerian steel. Other than that, do you think he, that would work on Steve Bannon? <laughs> do, do you know where to get any? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's apparently a pile of Dragonstone. It at Dragonstone. It's yes, a, um, and then we were saying um, the people who are still supporting Trump. I was saying were um, the Army of the Dead at this point because they will well, not listen to any reason. Well, we also think that Trump is Cersei, Cersei yes. Lannister. But why though? Well, he because like she. There's no morals. It's all about power for just power's sake. And her family, right? It's just about exactly. right. it's the, just Lannisters. About the Lannisters and the dynasty and her children. And she has everyone else do her dirty work for her. 
Well, for the most part. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, no. She she instructs people and she yeah. plots to have everybody do right. her dirty work. But it's true. I mean, she was very protective of her children. Mm-hmm. Her children could do no wrong, even though Joffrey, her oldest son, was clearly a psychopath and who loved to kill and torture people and starve people. She was still OK with that's that. That's Donald Trump Jr. and his hunting <laughs> with elephants. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, oh, I have a good one. I, I have a good one. Um, I think... Mike Pence is the high sparrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The really? Fa- the fanatic. Oh. Yes, but but the religious fanatic. Yeah, he's a religious fanatic, but the difference is the high sparrow was um the chief rival, like was the enemy of Cersei. And of That's course, true. Mike Pence is the big is the total supporter. He'll do whatever Trump says. I was thinking he was more like the mountain. And the reason I say that is because the mountain, all he does is obey whatever Cersei says. <laughs> he does. And he does he does Cersei's dirty work. And Pence does Trump's dirty work. He goes to Congress and he passes those he and he does those votes. Like he'll do That's the tie-breaking yes, vote. Yes, yes. He has the tie-breaking vote. And he in tried the to take away tw- up to 32 million people's health care with his mm-hmm. vote. I think if we are moving on to <laughs> Jared Kushner, um, Littlefinger. Oh, definitely Littlefinger. Totally, because you you know he's bad. There's something bad about him, but you just don't know yet. He's quiet. He's quiet. He's kind of always scheming, and you don't really know where his head is. But you're like, it's not somewhere good. (laughs) Yeah, he's up to to some shit. Right. And meantime, he married. He he married. He uses marriage to get ahead. So mm-hmm. he, he married. Uh, oh, the woman. What was her name? She was like the queen of the valley, and he married her just so that he could be the king of this valley. Mm-hmm. And so we know that Jared, you know, made this good marriage to Ivanka Trump, so they could like marry their fortunes together and their ambitions together. And now that his his wife, who he killed. He killed and she's dead. So, um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. That that was already a couple seasons ago. But now he's got his eyes on marrying Sansa Stark because mm. that's also going to be a very political marriage. So I think Kushner's all about the political marriage too. Absolutely. So that also makes him like Littlefinger. Mm. I I think um, definitely that Kellyanne Conway is the Red Woman because they're both oh, the High Priestess. They're, yes, they're both very confused about what's true and, <laughs> and what the Lord of Light wants. Alternative facts. <laughs> yeah. 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 bringing Jon Snow back from the dead and alternative facts. I feel like they're similar. Um, Stannis. Stannis is the prince that was promised. No, not quite. You were wrong about that. Yeah. And she also um, has no conscience. I mean, <laughs> she she burnt a little girl to, to because it was part of her vision. And I mean, Kellyanne Conway, she'd throw anyone under a bus. Wait, does this mean Trump is the Lord of Light? The, the, the devious. Well, she must. Kellyanne Conway obviously thinks he's the Lord of Light. I think he is. The Lord of Light is like a, a prankster god that is basically like fooling everyone into doing evil things. Yeah, that could be true. That's true too. Yeah, that could be. Um, now, I'm not. I don't think there's anyone in that court. Like, there's the problem is there's no one in that court who's a 
Daenerys, like who's there's no good characters. No, we there's needed, no yeah, good characters good in the White. There's no house. Tyrion. Jon Snow is John McCain casting that vote against. Okay, we could go with that. We could go with that right now. We yeah, you know he is because Snow. he came back from the dead. Came back. Oh, to, that's to, right. To cast that vote that's with right. like a scar on his face and everything. Uh, yeah, and just he like shocked. To, Everybody. Just like John Snow. I, wish, I wish we had a Daenerys. Like we just don't have. Who's going to be the savior? Who's going to? Who's the Ned Stark? Who's the Daenerys? We're waiting for you. Please well, we, come. We thought, to the White House, Westeros. We thought Hillary Clinton was going to be Castle Black, but then it got <laughs> overrun really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. So that's it. Come to Hollywood Life. Read all our stories. Um, keep giving us reviews. We love getting them. And Beth, come by the office when you come to New York. 